chill, an uneasy feeling that you are not alone. Don't worry, it's just a ghost. A shout out to Tia Mayhem and Tanya Venom of Stormstress for providing the incredible intro music for this podcast. Hello there, I am your host, Mary Jensen. This episode of It's Just a Ghost, I am talking with Perry Jones. You may remember him from episode 3 titled Ghost Hotel. If you haven't already listened to episode 3, you might want to do that before listening to this one. So we're back here again today with Perry Jones. You may remember him from episode three called Ghost Hotel. And he told us a lot of stories about the house that he lives in and grew up in. And so you might want to check that episode out if you haven't yet. Um, And he's going to tell us another story himself about his house and then he's got a few stories that his sister told him about the house and his mom they couldn't make it today but we maybe get them on the show another time but perry's got some stories from them and so i guess um we can get started if you want perry you want to start with the one that you have left yeah, I have one, and this is a scary story. This one I didn't like when it was happening, and it still gives me the creeps now. This is just a few years ago, to like four or five years ago. And I don't have any other way to describe it. I call it the window monster because I don't even know what it was or how it happened or anything. But my daughter and I were home just like four years ago, maybe, and... I think my my dad had already died. My mom, I think, was in Texas with her family. And so my daughter and I were home alone. And it was late at night. It's probably 10, 10 or 11, something like that. So it was dark. And it was summer. Some of the windows were open. and But there's a street light in front of our house that was on. We have a outside light, and that was on. So the area around the house was kind of lit up. Um... But then I heard something in the back of our house, there's like a two-story drop. Um, and there's a couple windows there. One of those was closed. A couple, one of those windows was closed. And on the closed window, I heard something go hmm. like that. And it's yeah. two stories up. Yeah. And then like that again. And then it went bam, 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 like it was trying to get in and the whole window started to shake. So maybe it was getting angry because you're not paying attention right. to it. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I got afraid. I said, oh, man, I'm not gonna, whatever this thing is, I'm not going to let it in. <laughs> so I went to the window that was next to that one, and that window was open, so I closed that window. Just as I closed that window, something started banging on that window. The window next to that one was open, so I went and closed that window. Oh it's like on the other side of the wall. And I went to that window, and something was banging on that window. The window was shaking. I, it was banging so hard, I thought the glass was going to break. And then, so I ran around into the bathroom. There was another window that was open in the bathroom. And as soon as I got to that window, I closed that one. And I just barely made it before that window started to bang and shake. There was all kinds of stuff going on. The window was just shaking, shaking, shaking. I thought that was going to break, too. So then I ran around the whole house, and I closed all the windows. There's a few more that were open. I closed every window. And then when I got to my room, there was a window open there. 
there's a couple of windows open. So I closed the first one, then I closed the second one. Then I was waiting for something to show up at the windows, because my windows faced the streetlight. So I figured if there was somebody out there, if they could somehow, you know, maybe they reached up somehow, I don't know, with a stick, or they're standing on a ladder and banging on the windows in the back. Maybe if I, if they came around to the front, I could see them with the streetlight right there mm -hmm. and see who it was. But all of a sudden, there was just a tiny, the thinnest type of black shadow. You could see right through it. It was almost nothing, practically. And it covered the window, and then the window started to shake really, really hard. And what I did was I decided to go outside. Oh, my God, you're brave. <laughs> and see what it was. Yeah. And I looked, and the same shadow was still there, but it had moved now to the next window, and it was rattling. That window was rattling and shaking. And I said, well, I better get inside before it sees me. So I went back inside. But I went to every window in the house on the first floor and shook every single window. Like, was the shadow, could you see it, like, from the ground up? Or was it just, it was just something was hovering in front of the window? Not it was, like, yeah. So it was about almost the size of the window, but it was just hovering, not in front of it, but it was like right on the window and just like shaking it and banging the window. I'm thinking it was something evil. I think it was. <clears throat> just mean, because like from a lot of stories that I've heard yeah. on other podcasts, because I'm just getting into this now myself, right. like people that see the, the dark ones, mm -hmm. mists and stuff. They're yeah. always evil, right. and then when people see like a light gray or you know a white mist or something, they're not evil. So, mm -hmm. and not only that, because I remember in the other episode you had said that most of the evil was outside your house, right? So maybe right. that was evil trying to get in the house yeah. for some reason. That, that could have been. So, what? How did it like turn out? Did you just ignore it till it went away? Yeah. Um, did you invite it in for a beer? <laughs> <laughs> what a beer. <laughs> wow. No, no, it ran around the house once and then it hit it, then it started again to like two more windows and then it just stopped. It was gone after that. And you never had it again? Never had it again. Oh my gosh. And never anything like that before that either. Well, that's scary. So yeah, good thing you scary. were home and closed the windows. Yeah, and, uh... I, I was sure that if I had not closed the windows in time, Whatever that thing was, would have got inside the house, and I have no clue how we would have gotten rid of it. Sage to death. Sage, prayers, whatever, something. Wow. Yeah. You really have them all, I know that. Yeah. And then there's a couple that my mom had, too. She remembers when she first moved into the house, I was just like a year old. Um, my dad had gone to work. And my mom was downstairs doing something. I forget what she said she was doing. She doesn't really remember what she was doing. But it was still early in the morning. <coughs> uh, and I was in the crib or whatever in the other room, in the living room. And she said she heard someone get up out of bed upstairs. She could hear the bed creak. And then she could hear someone like putting their slippers on. And then they started walking across the floor. But there's nobody home. My dad was at work already. And, and you were too little. And I was too little. <laughs> yeah. And then she said they went up to the stairs, and that's where the stone stopped. That, that was it from there. They didn't come down. They didn't come down. And then there was another time she said that she was laying in bed. <laughs> there was another time that she said that she was laying in bed, and my mom, my dad's not really all that affectionate of a person. Never really was. But she said she was laying there, and then she felt. Uh, my dad would roll up against her and then start hugging her. 
And she goes, well, that's odd. And he was hugging her <laughs> so hard that it woke her up. Mm-hmm. And she says, like, well, what's that? That's odd. Well, why is he doing that? He's never done this before. And then he started <laughs> squeezing her. And she said, George, George, wake up. You know, you're squeezing me. And then he, she realized that he was still on the other side of the bed, rolled over on the other side. And so she didn't know who was hugging her. But then as she woke up, she started shaking a little bit. And slowly, she said, this person's arms released from around her and just let her go. But she couldn't see anything? But she couldn't see anything. Oh, I hope that <laughs> never happens to me. I've had a lot of things like happen and smells and see things happen. But yeah. I, I think if something like that happened, I don't know if I could handle it. Yeah. And I'm probably asking for it. <laughs> you probably are. I still haven't ordered my sage. I got to do that. You got to do that. Now, now we're recording in my house. Right. Last time we were in the basement of a library, which was pretty creepy. That was creepy. This and this... the lights dimmed and everything. But if you hear, you know, listen to the first Ghost Hotel episode three. You'll hear about all that, but oh my goodness, I'm doing it in my own house without sage here for protection. Mm. This place feels much better than that basement. It's yeah, creepy well, here. so far. So far, right. <laughs> and then, so those are the ones from your mom. Yeah. And then his sister, Shelly, just told him some stuff right. right before he got here. So what did she have to say? All right, so my sister, when she was in college... She said that, um, and I was already in the Army, and so she was still living at home when she was in college. And her room is the middle room upstairs, and the middle room upstairs is really, really haunted. My mom had a couple stories from there. I've got a couple from there. My sister has a couple from there. And so she says that several nights a week when she would be, she'd go upstairs, go to bed, she'd be asleep, and then she said, at some time during the middle of the night, the bed would start to shake, and it would shake so violently and so hard that it would just wake her up out of her sound sleep. And sometimes she had to hold on. And then she, and then she says, "Okay, okay, credit, I'm awake. I gotta go to school in the morning. Just leave me alone. Stop. Yeah, let me sleep." Yeah. And every time she did that, she said it would stop shaking. And then, but the next night it would happen, and she'd have to do the same thing again. And then the next night, you know, sometimes it wouldn't happen every night. We do like two or three times a week, mm-hmm. but it happened for a long time. She said, like months and years or whatever. I don't know. Like, and then every time she told them to stop, they would. Yes. Well, I wonder why they even bothered that. That's right? rude. <laughs> I remember having like, and even now, yeah, no, it doesn't shake like that. Right. But I swear I can just feel it like jiggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. I want to call it more of a jiggle. Right. And I'm just laying there, and it used to happen in my house that I grew up in. Yeah. And it happens here sometimes, too. Oh, really? But nothing else except the stuff with Kathy's mother has happened here. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what that's all about, but. Wow. Huh. And then there's another one, too, that my sister had. She said she remembers when, after a while, she says you get used to it, which is true. And she said that one day she was getting ready to go someplace or she was getting ready to go out or something. And uh, she was in the bathroom putting her makeup and stuff on and she had a ponytail. And so she was looking in the mirror and all of a sudden her ponytail just comes straight up and she could feel someone pulling on it. Like, oh my God. And it went up and she said, just leave me alone. And it went back down. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> See, I think that's what you got to do like with ghosts and spirits. You right. Because I've also heard a lot of that if you say something. Yeah. 
then they'll just stop. Right. I, not always though. Yeah. But um, right. And she didn't see any reflection. She didn't see anything. There. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Did she? I know you had said that. Like sometimes. Oh no, you said it was just only you and your daughter that could hear them when they speak, right? My sister says, no, she's heard him, too. She heard him, too? Yeah, I had to ask her today, and she says, there's one time, actually, it's happened several times, she said, and the first time it happened that she was with my mom, and they had gone shopping, and it was my sister's birthday, so they had gone shopping, and they were walking in the house, and as soon as they walked in the house, she heard someone say, happy birthday, and it was a young male voice, she had probably long in his early 20s or so. And it was, she had said it was really seductive, like it was coming on to her, like... That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I wonder who that was. Just somebody passing through the ghost hotel, or ah, do you think you know? We found out who it was. Oh, good. My aunt came up a year later and asked about it, and my sister hadn't said anything. And so my aunt said, because my aunt was, knows about this stuff, too. She's kind of sensitive to it. And she says... And my sister said, yeah, well, there was a guy that said happy birthday to me about it, you know, on my birthday. And my aunt said, oh, well, that was a Civil War soldier, and he was coming home from the war. And he was, he stopped at this house because he was sick. He was traveling, and he was sick, and he asked to stay here for a couple of days. And so they let him in, and he didn't get better. He died in the house. And that's him. He died in your house? He died in the house. And how did she know that, though? Like, she just... She but just, you said she has... Yeah. Um, she's very sensitive to, yeah. to that stuff. Yeah. So maybe she had a dream, or she just knew. She just knew when she walked in the house, maybe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. At least you know who somebody is. Right. Yeah. And then I do remember one of the things that she said that happened to both of us. I remember two of them. She said there was three things... That really stood out in her mind to her. I remember two of them. One is when we when we would be in bed at night, we'd hit like the mo furniture. My parents remembered it too. The furniture would be like moving around downstairs, like someone was just pushing stuff all over the place. The kitchen table, refrigerator, the stove. It sounded like everything downstairs was just moving all across the room. And of course, we'd go down there, and it, everything would nothing would be moved. It was all still in the same place. Can you imagine if the whole it was all rearranged? Like I know paranormal activity. Right, that would. Did be... you ever watch that movie? Yes. Isn't yeah. that scary? It is. I watched all of them. I think I only watched the first one. That's as far as I wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. How many were there? There was three, I think. I know I saw at least two of them. Yeah, Maybe I, all three. I, I don't know. Yeah, I saw a, a little bit of the third one, and I don't want to watch any more of that. I think. I might be wrong, but weren't those based on that haunted Connecticut, the house in Connecticut? I think so. I think so. I think so, too. Yeah. And I kind of want to, like, see if I can get a hold of those people. Mm. But I don't know. That's a little scary because they had really crazy stuff happen. Just to find out how much of it is, like, of the movie was accurate. Right. Those Ghost Adventures guys, they were based in uh, Providence, Providence, Rhode Island. That's funny, because on the way home today, I was thinking of maybe trying to get a hold of them. And yeah. Maybe I could just drive to their office and do an interview. Right. That'd be cool. That I bet you cool. they would. Because they've done a couple around here, too, in this area. Yeah, I'll have to try to get a hold of them. Yeah. That would be neat. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then um, there's another time that I we remember hearing the dishes downstairs breaking. We'd be upstairs again, be at night, and all of a sudden it sounded like someone just took the whole pile of dishes, you know, the uh, the dishes that were drying in the shelf or whatever, and just dumped them on the floor. <laughs> and they would be breaking and noises all over the place, and then we'd go downstairs and it would all be perfectly fine, just there. But how do they do that? I don't know. It happened again when I was That's on the crazy. phone downstairs. Now, phone is on, at that time, was on the wall, and the dishes, the counter with the dishes were behind me. So I was talking on the phone. All of a sudden, I heard it again. And I turned around, and there's nothing happening, but the, con the sound continued. And I was looking at it, it sounded like the dishes were falling to the ground, and they were breaking and shattering. But they were just sitting there right on the counter and nothing. They weren't doing anything. They were just wow. on the counter. But it sounded like someone was just smashing them on the floor. It yeah, was I so don't know weird. how they do that, but I've heard of stuff like that before, too. So I totally believe it. Yeah. I, You know, I, how they can possibly do that and not really have anything broken or moved. I, I don't get that either. It's like, how? Maybe after how? we die, we'll know. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're I like, know. oh, that's how you do it. Let me try. Yeah. And then there was one that my sister told us, I mean, told me that we, it happened to both of us. It was a Saturday morning again. Uh, we were little kids. We were watching cartoons in the living room. And my dad was at work. And my mom had gone down to visit the Combses next door. Mm -hmm. And she said that we both felt somebody looking at us from the other room. And we looked up and there was a little girl there. And then as we were looking, she said that the girl began to grow and kept growing and growing and growing into a tall, beautiful woman, she said. And then we just freaked out and ran <laughs> out the house down to the Combses to my mom. I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't remember that, but she says that. But um, I believe her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you or right. everything else that's happened there? Yeah. And there's other times I do remember in the room I'm in now. She said the room... I'm in now, which is my room. Um, it used to be really, really haunted. And I, and it did remind me of a couple stories. I remember one time that I was, it was just the coolest room in the house. You know, it doesn't get hot in the summer. It's nice and cool. So one summer I spent a couple of nights in there, but I woke up in the middle of the night and it looked like there was smoke rising up to the top of the ceiling. And then when I got to the ceiling, it started to swirl around. And I could just feel that it was not a good energy. It was just a yeah. black energy that was moving across the ceiling. And then it started to come down toward me, and that's when I booked it out of the room. Oh, my God. That yeah. one was evil for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever, like, cleansed the house at all? Only individual rooms a couple times. Um, that room I did. <clears throat> um, we tried to do it to the middle room upstairs, but that's never worked. Mm -hmm. um, and my sister used to sleep. Um, and now that room is actually sealed off. We've sealed it off a couple of years ago. Your sister's room? Yeah, we sealed it, was, it off. It's that haunted, so yeah. we sealed it off? We sealed it off a couple of years ago. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, I wonder if that's a room that, again, you'd have to listen to the other episode, but mm. you had talked about kids up there playing. That's, that's the room they were in. Yeah. yeah. That's also the room where my sister and I had left the house already, I guess, and my mom and my dad were still living there alone. And there was one night that my dad had already gone to bed. He went to bed early, 
and my mom was just finishing up in the kitchen or something or taking a shower or something and she she went upstairs to go to bed and uh, there wasn't too much light on in the room I mean the other room had a light on but there's no light in the middle room and then my her bedroom and her and my dad's bedroom was on the other side so she had to go through the middle room to get to her room mm -hmm. and so right in the middle of the room she stepped on this pile of clothes but as she was stepping off of it, she heard a voice from the pile of clothes saying, <laughs> you stepped on me. And so she, and then she could felt, she started to feel the clothes. And now she realized it wasn't clothes, but it was a body starting to move and to get up. And so she ran over to the door to get into her room. And she was yelling for my dad, George, George, wake up, there's somebody in here. And then. She said she was trying to open the door. She couldn't find the handle because it was dark. And she was banging, banging on the door and trying to open it. And she finally got it open and got in just before the guy got to her, I guess. I don't know, something. But that oh was another God. story. Yeah. That's so scary. It is. See, I don't know if I'd stay in your house. <laughs> but right? then you might say that when you hear my stories eventually. Yeah, yeah. But it does. It becomes like when you grow up in a haunted house... And you don't, you refuse to leave. It just becomes part of life. Right, it does. It's just the way it is. And none of them ever hurt you. Right. Or anything. So yeah. it makes it interesting. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. In my sister's house where she lives now is new. So I, I thought that nothing ever happened there except for those Valentines in her driveway. Yeah, the heart and the snow. Yeah. So I asked her today if any, you know, I just... Asked her, well, has anything ever happened at your house? She goes, all the time. I said, what? Really? She goes, yeah. She says, I have to tell you sometime. But she did tell me three stories about her house today. Well, maybe we should wait, like, the ones for her house okay. and have her come. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, because she said she would do it, right? Yeah. So we could just set that up. Okay. Just so, like, we have, like, her. You know, I mean, she told you, but still. Right, it would be cool right. to hear her talk yeah. about it, if that you don't mind. Good. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. All right, then I got one more story then. Okay. And that one was when me and my neighbor, Dan Combs, were up on top of the hill. We used to go and just wander through the woods and all kinds of stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so we were walking up the hill one time, and there's a lot, a lot of trees, and the trees are really close together. So we were walking in between the trees, and... Uh, all of a sudden we could hear these horses and like a wagon and it was coming up from someplace we couldn't see where it was coming from and then but it was getting closer and closer to us and we could hear the guy yelling we could hear a whip we could hear the wagon creaking and making noise and the horses were you know making the horse noises you know <laughs> we could hear their hoofs hitting the ground and we were looking at where this wagon and the horses had to be but there was nothing there mm -hmm. and it kept on getting closer and closer to us and then we looked down, and we realized that we were standing in the middle of a path, like a wagon track. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then this thing came rushing by us. We could feel the wind, but there was still nothing there. But it had to have gone right through us. It went right through us and then kept on going. And we could hear it. We could feel the wind, but that we couldn't see anything. Yeah. And we could hear it, too. We could hear the wow. people. We could hear the wagon driver. We could hear the horses. We could hear the wagon. It was so cool. So that's like another dimension or something, something i don't know but you had said before too that your house 
was it Maddie that told you? Yeah. And you have to, I'm not going to tell you who Maddie is because you need to listen to the other episode. Right. And what <laughs> um, I'll do someday told also. told you that it was a portal. A Your portal. house is, and that's why he has ghosts that come and go and we call it the ghost hotel. Yeah. So maybe, no, I don't know. I was trying to think of like a something else for the wagon that, I don't really know if that has anything to do with the portal because it's not like they hung around. They right. just were passing through. So maybe yeah. it could be like another dimension. Maybe. Know, like crossed at that moment or something. Right. The center of town back then used to be, well, a long time ago, like in the 1600s, 1700s, used to be at the corner of South Main Street and Bates Street. That's where the center of town used to be. Oh, yeah? Yeah, which is right near where we live. And that's where the track the mm -hmm. ragged track came from was right there and then it went up around the hill behind Combs's house and then down into West Brookfield. And that's where, so maybe that's how they got between North Brookfield at the time and West Brookfield at the time was yeah. along that path. And maybe that used to be the center of town because I think now the Brookfields is North Brookfield, West Brookfield, East Brookfield and Brookfield. But mm -hmm. I know a long time ago it was just one town. And it was Brookfield. Yeah. So maybe back then that was more the center of town because it was more central to like the rest of what our other well, towns now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, each town, even back then, it's kind of like Hardwick and Gilbertville now. Um, parts of those are like separate, but it's only it's actually only one town, but there's little different little villages there. Yeah, back, they just happen to name them different right. as of now, where before they just called it Brookfield, but right. it was and still so, broken down. Yeah, and back then there was a North, they didn't, I don't know if they called it North Brookfield, but it was a little village right at that intersection. Yeah. And it became North Brookfield, but then they moved the center of town to the top of the hill where it is now, mm -hmm. which I thought was weird. And my guess is because that little area where the center town used to be, that's really scary right in that area, too. It's yeah. pretty scary there. Yeah, and that's more like like not central. Right. To the it's, town. Yeah, it's not really central. Yeah. yeah. Sort of off to the side. Like. <laughs> right. And it's, yeah, it's more like outskirts. Even mm -hmm. then, if it was center of town, I mean, I would think it would feel more like the outskirts, just because it's more, well, I mean, back then everything was different, you know, right. I'm thinking what it looks like now, it's more open where the center of town is, but back then they didn't have all those buildings probably, or yeah, I don't know, I'd have to do a history on it. But. Right. One of those buildings there, the one that set back a little bit, that was, and it's still there, that was like the town hall, I guess, or something mm -hmm. like that, and that's the only building from the original that's right. I remember seeing old postcards that my grandmother had mm. of the um, town hall. Yeah. And like a wagon going down the road and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if like any of my relatives still have any of those photos. Yeah. Well, this is from like the 16, 1700s. So that predates photos. Right. But when she was alive, because she was 103 when she died. Mm. So that was probably 10 years ago. Right. So. She's, you know. Yeah, but once they started taking photos, the center of town was where it is now, though. Right, yeah, yeah. and there'd be a wagon. Because right. I remember she had some pictures I, yeah, with a wagon going We down. actually have one of those pictures in our barn. It's so cool, isn't yeah. it? Especially, like, you know, we know these towns. This is where we grew up. So when you 
see old photos from your town. It's just really cool to yeah, say, oh, my really God, cool. there's the town hall. There's yeah. whatever. This is where the police station is now. Right. <laughs> and there used to be a, another hotel in town called, I don't know, the North Brookfield Hotel or something like that. I forget. Yeah. And that was right next to where the convenience store is now, where Gillette's restaurant stuff is now. Oh, and yeah. that's where it used to be, right there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about North Brookfield, I have a quick story. Do you mm. remember? Well, I don't know if she wants me to say her name, so I won't. But I used to be roommates with C.A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, my friend, well, we'll call her, we'll call her Peggy. But anyway, um, so we were roommates in North Brookfield. We lived on Main Street in the uh, those apartments. Can't remember what they were called, but we used to go around the corner to the laundromat to do our laundry. Mm-hmm. That one right there on Summer Street. Mm-hmm. It's still there, actually. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so this was late at night. I, uh, I want to say it was after dark, so I know it was like I think I want to say around nine or ten. Because mm-hmm. I think it used to stay open like 24 hours. Back it then. did. It did. Yeah. And so we were the only ones in there, and we had washed our laundry, and now they're in the dryer. So we were sitting on washing machines, just chatting and watching our clothes dry. And there was a door there with a padlock on it, and that must be where they kept supplies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I remember that. And yeah. that was right in front of us. Right. Pretty much. So all of a sudden, that door started rattling. I mean, it rattled so hard, like someone was taking the doorknob because the padlock was actually banging against the door. Oh, wow. And we heard, like, scratching on the other side of the door, too. We looked at each other. Now, she was closest to the door to get out. So we both hopped down. So she was ahead of me. And I was so scared that I actually literally picked her up and threw her behind me and kept going. Yikes. <laughs> Adrenaline. Right. So we get outside, and she's like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> and um, I'm like, I'm sorry. I just freaked out. Yeah. And um, so we stayed outside until we thought the clothes were dry. You never saw anybody get clothes out of a dryer so fast. Because normally <laughs> we stay there and fold them. Right. No. They went right from into the baskets and ran out the door. Yeah. And we never knew what that was. Right. And we never did laundry after dark again. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> so I probably wouldn't have either, though. That was pretty weird. Because, I mean, it was locked. Right. I, yeah. I don't know. Right. Somebody must have got locked in there. Or an animal, maybe. Like. But if somebody had gotten locked in there, wouldn't they have let us know yeah. way before then? Because right. we were there for a while. Right. So, yeah, no, I don't know, but it was scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would be scary to me, too. So that's my little North Brookfield story. Right. So do you have any other ones from your house at the right now? Not right now. I'm, I'm slowly remembering some of these, and mm-hmm. my sister's. Uh, remembering some of these too that we were both and so maybe next time then we're, I have more. Yeah, like we can have her come over too. That would be good. And then she can tell the stuff at her house. Too. Yeah, because I would like that too. Because I I would like to hear her stories. I know it's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And this is all North Brookfield, and and that's where I grew up too. And I I lived in a haunted house, so apparently North Brookfield, excuse me, has a few haunted houses, probably mm-hmm. more that we don't know about. I'm actually thinking of running an ad in the paper. Yeah. Trying to get people to send stuff in. Right. From the area. 
Well, let's hear and one it, of your stories. Even if you're not in the area, please feel free to email us at entertainment underscore source dot com with your scary stories, and we can read them on on the show. What was that address again? Entertainment underscore source yeah. at yahoo dot com. Yahoo dot com. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and it doesn't matter where they can be from any place, just, anywhere. Yeah, whoever's listening, if you have a true, scary, paranormal, anything spooky, send it on in. Yeah, like I, I have a couple of things from Phoenix and California and Canada and also Germany. The Germany one is kind of scary. That one kind of freaked me out. Any of them that you remember enough to talk about right now? Or do you want to save it for another episode? I'll tell you one about the one one of one of the things that happened in Germany. Okay. Um, I was stationed on the border between 1982 and 1984. I was border patrol in the Second um, Armored Cavalry Regiment. Regiment. And I was on. We get the weekends off. We usually got the weekends off. So I went down either to Munich or to Nuremberg one day, I forget. I think it was Nuremberg. Um, and it was Nuremberg where, the, where Hitler used to hold his rallies, his big, huge rallies with like tens of thousands of soldiers standing out in this big, huge plaza, right? Mm-hmm. And they'd all be standing there at attention, and then they would march in, and then they would march out along this big old street somewhere. And... There was this one, actually it happened a few times that I could feel, just feel the soldiers around me. I couldn't see them, but I just knew they were there. Even in the middle of the street, in the middle of the day, with just regular people walking around, I could just feel all these Nazi soldiers just standing around or walking around or march. I could just feel them. Couldn't see them. One day, though, everything just sort of faded out. And I saw the soldiers walking by, marching by, and there was like a column, and it must have been, I don't know, 10 soldiers wide. And what I could see was probably about 100 soldiers in a line just walking by. And it was silent, though. This time it was just absolute. Sometimes I could hear noises, like there would be murmuring or talking or something. But this time they were just totally silent. They were looking straight ahead, and they were doing that goose step, you know, that goose step thing that Hitler made them do. And... Man, it's just, and it's, it's happening now. I'm getting goosebumps now. I think yeah, maybe. me too. You're talking about <laughs> it. I think it must have even been like more eerie yeah. having it silent. Right. Right. It was. That's it what was I'm thinking. So, so weird. I, I just froze. I mean, I was, it was scary. I just froze. I mean, I was, I was just staring at these guys. I'm just like, they were just marching by. Were they silent. like solid or? Yeah. Could you see through them? No, or? they were solid. They were, wow. Yeah. But they were marching through like cars and stuff, but you yeah. could see them. But yeah. yeah, but they looked like other than that, they looked like real people. And but it was totally silent. That was so weird. Yeah, that's and not weird. only just silent, but everything was silent. They, you couldn't even hear the other sounds of people or around you or the cars or anything. Everything was just totally silent. My God. Yeah, it was like all of a sudden just silence descended on everything, and all I could see was these guys marching by. Yeah, so it's almost like you were in a dream world. Almost, yeah. But you weren't because right. you were awake. Yeah. <coughs> Especially being silent like that. That was that was probably the worst, I think. That everything was just totally. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. I mean, that's what I've heard too. Like people, like you know, whenever they go 
to like Gettysburg or anything, mm-hmm. they sometimes experience stuff like that. Right. Or at least feel the presence of them. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to Gettysburg and nothing happened to me. I wish something did though. I thought that I think that would have been cool. Yeah, maybe you'll have to go back. Maybe. Because, yeah. you know, maybe they just weren't active that day. Right. <clears throat> I mean, that's like any place, you know, that's haunted. Yeah. And that's like with the paranormal investigations, too. Sometimes they get something and they could go to the same place three times and not get anything. Right. And then one time they might, you know, yeah. pick something up. Like our house. I mean, it's not haunted all the time. It's right. once in a while. Oh, that would drive you crazy. Yeah, right. Constant. <laughs> I just need a little sleep. Right. <laughs> Can you give it a break for one night? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, same thing with the house I grew up in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't haunted all the time. I didn't even know it was haunted. I met you there like two or three times, I think, and I didn't even know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought mine was really haunted until mm. I started talking with you and hearing your stories. I mean, mine was haunted, but right. I'll have to do that episode soon because people are going to be like, all right, we're tired of hearing you talk about right, it. I want to hear every, you know, what really yeah, happens. You want to hear other people. <laughs> yeah, so I'll have to get my little list together of bullets, you know, of the subjects of each happening there. Yeah, I, I want to hear your stories. I think it'd be cool. So, yeah, we'll ha- maybe next time we get together. Yeah. All right. I could do that one, <clears throat> and then we got you and Shelly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we got a lot of work to do. Yeah, <laughs> and my mom. And... But I'm so looking forward too, because Perry and I want to go do some a little bit of investigating. But mm-hmm. I know I don't want to be romping around when it's freezing out. So. No, I know. I want. Yeah, I told my sister we're doing mm-hmm. it in the spring when it's warmer. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. as soon as it's warm enough, we should probably do that one at, for the smallpox cave. Because you mm-hmm. said that, you know, after when summer comes, it's all, we, you know, yeah. all grown in. It'll be hard to get through and stuff. Right. So. And during this time of year, it's all leaves. And it's some, if there's snow there, then you can't get to it anyways. Yeah. So yeah. a couple more months probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what I wanted to... <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome to do a paranormal investigation at your house? At my house? Yes. I'm not sure. <laughs> we can stage afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I've never done one. I've been to one where I, you know, they let you assist, you know, as guests. Mm-hmm. But I've been thinking about, I just don't know. I know what equipment to get. I just yeah. don't know, like, okay, do you buy, where do you buy it, you know, that's not, that's real. Right. Like yeah. real paranormal equipment so i want to talk to um um tom and arlene that i had interviewed for the first episode right and see where they get their stuff i know he made a couple of things himself he's very talented he makes like instruments and everything because he's a place he's a musician so i think he made like a spare box or something Mm -hmm. himself too Right. So, but, I mean, I'm sure, like, there's places you can buy them that, you know, they're legit. Cause, you, you know, you don't know what is and what isn't. Right, People exactly. can just mess with them, so. Yeah, I'd have no idea where they get stuff like that. But that would be cool, it because be. if we didn't pick something up at your house, then. Right. <laughs> unless they're shy, you never know. This, that could be. Did you get your glasses yet? Uh, I did, but they, they the sent wrong the wrong ones. ones. Yeah. Yeah, because I was trying to find some on Amazon. 
Because, yeah, I mean, those infrared glasses, I mean, how can you mess those up if they're infrared glasses? They right, are. yeah. And but I went I mean, to look at the cameras, and they are expensive, like mm, 300 bucks each. That's, yeah. yeah. Now, see, if I still had a camera that had, like, um, a detachable lens, you can get you can get um, filters. Because mm -hmm. I used to have one. I had an infrared filter. Oh. But my camera doesn't have, it's just a point and shoot. That's all I have now. Right, right. So, I yeah. wonder if they have, like, infrared, like, film. I mean, not, like, for a camera, but, like, you know, a sheet that I could just, like, cut out a circle and tape it to the front of my camera. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. But... Right. So, I'm looking forward to doing some investigating. I want to do some investigating. Go to different places around here, to the, up to New Braintree, to the cemetery. and. Are you talking about the Elsie one? Yeah. And I really want to go to that, and I want to have infrared glasses. Uh, yeah, me too. That. that would be cool, I think. So, we should go the nights that they say. Oh, yeah, in April sometime. Well, I know one of the dates, because there's two different dates that people right. say. April 21st is one of them. Yeah. And I want to say the other one's like the 16th or 17th, but I could look it up again. Right. I wonder if she's still around. Sorry, mm -hmm. I know you people, maybe not everybody knows what we're talking about, um, but there's, well, like an urban legend of Elsie the Ghost in a couple of towns away from where we grew up. And, you know, there's different stories, too, so it's kind of another episode. But we will get to that in another episode, maybe mm. after we get to go investigate it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this area around here seems to be... I think it's just because it's so old, you know. There's people have been living here since, you know, 1600s or whatever, you know. And yeah. the Indians were here before that, so... Yeah, you know, there must a be lot a lot of... of old yeah. buildings and stuff. Yeah. The public house that I did um, my second episode on... Right. That's like two miles from me. Yeah. I don't even think it is two miles. Yeah, I'm not even sure it is. Might either. be. Might be. But, yeah, and that's a haunted place. And mm -hmm. I wonder if the um, old Starbridge Village is haunted at all. Probably is. I'll have to look into that, too. Yeah. But we have so many episodes that we can do. Yeah. Um, we won't let you guys get bored. And, again, if anyone has any true ghost stories of their own experiences that happened to you or someone you know, please email them to us at entertainment underscore source at yahoo.com and just put ghost in the subject line and just tell, you know, send your story and we'll read it. Mm -hmm. And there's also, I wanted, I've heard stories about the Quabbin Reservoir too. Yes. Yeah. That's another episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, too bad we have to like have like real jobs because we could get a lot more done. Right. We could get a lot more episodes out more quickly. Yeah. And then also I want to go to like a Rock House Reservation. Was that Westbrookfield? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know where that is too. Yeah. I've been there a few times, but yeah. Um, I you know before I got into all this, so I wasn't even like thinking about that. But yeah. that could have some haunts too. Yeah. Because I've, I've been hiking there a couple of times, and I seem to have felt something there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt every it. Every time I think I went there, I kind of felt something. 
but I never it really experienced anything. But yeah, I maybe just need to go there and find out. And see right. What happens. And do like, because like all of these places that we're going to investigate, I'll do a little research first, and so we have a little history <clears throat> and know what we're trying to look for or experience, which. You know, it would be good to have some history anyway to include in the podcast at the beginning so people know. Yeah. And if anyone's listening to that has any experience, especially experiences at any of these locations or an urban legend in your town or that you know about that you've actually had an experience at, because we want to prove these urban legends to be more than just hearsay. Mm. So that would be really cool if somebody had something like they saw Elsie the ghost or, you know, there's yeah. a million urban legends out there. And I'm right. sure that some people have stories that they've experienced something. Mm-hmm. So send them in. We're waiting. I'm looking at my email. Where are they? Come on. <laughs> Do you have anything else today? I think that's about it for me for today. All right. And like the other stuff that I have is mostly my haunted house growing up. And that's, an episode in itself, so I won't talk about any of that now. But next time we get together, we'll talk about that one. And then we can do another one with you and your sister, and if your mom wants to be included too. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess that's it for today then. All right. All right, thank you, Perry. Well, thank you, Mary. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hello there. I just have a little add-on that I'm putting on to all of the old episodes. We have a new website address. It is, it's just a ghostpodcast.com. And we also have a new email address, and that is it's just a ghostpodcast at yahoo.com. So if you heard a different email or website address in this episode, Please ignore that and use the new one. Again, the email is it's just a ghost podcast at yahoo.com and the website is it's just a ghostpodcast.com. Thank you so much. As always, please email us your paranormal experiences to it's just a ghost podcast at yahoo.com and we will read them on an upcoming episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please follow and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can help us grow and get our name out there by telling your friends about us, and we would be thrilled if you would leave us five stars. This helps people find us out there in the sea of podcasts. It's all free, so why not, right? You can follow us on Facebook at It's Just a Ghost Podcast and on Twitter at It's Just a Ghost 2. That's the number two. Remember, ghosts are people, too. Until next time.